Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video for you guys, week 14, tight end, start or sit decisions for fantasy football in 2020. Inside this video, we are going to be going over every single matchup from tomorrow's Thursday night football all the way until Monday night football. I'll tell you whether you should start or sit the tight ends in each and every single matchup. Now, before we get into it, I'd like to ask if that at any point inside this video you guys end up enjoying and up having a great time. So please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. And real quick, before we get into it, I'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com is my favorite place to play daily fantasy sports on the whole World Wide Web. Now, typically I play in the matchup shop. They also offer progressive tournaments that you guys can enter as well. But we're going to be talking about the matchup shop here. The matchup shop is very, very simple. I'll show you guys examples from last night's game from the Dallas Cowboys up against the Baltimore Ravens. Who scores more fantasy points? Amari Cooper minus two or CD Lamb plus two? The correct answer was Amari Cooper minus two. These are a lot of these are really no-brainer Questions. Who scores more fantasy points? Zeke minus seven or Tony Pollard plus seven? It is so, so simple to win money on OverlayDFS.com. All you do is you pick one of these and you select how much you want to bet on each and every single matchup. You can pick one. You can pick all seven. You can parlay them all together. It does not matter. It's so easy to win on OverlayDFS.com. Make sure you guys check it out. You do all this research all week long to win your fantasy matchup. Why not win some extra cash on top on OverlayDFS.com? And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 14, tight end start or sit decisions. We began with Thursday Night Football, Patriots at the LA Rams. Now, Tyler Higby actually didn't play all that bad last week, but the issue with Higby is he's really on and off this season, and a majority of the time, this guy is lights out, blackout, where you can't even fucking see the guy doing anything. So I'm going to go ahead and sit Tyler Higby this week, as well as Gerald Everett, because it just does not seem like these Rams tight ends are going to be able to get anything going unless one of them are going to be missing this game, which, as reported on right now, will not be. Ryan Izzo is going to be a sit for me for the New England Deflatriates, because they just don't use the tight end like they used to with TB12 and Rob Gronkowski. Speaking of TB12, next game, here's the Vikings at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay Tom Brady. In this matchup, I like Rob Gronkowski. If you guys remember, at the beginning of this season, Rob Gronkowski was a complete and utter dustpan of a tight end. This guy was just blocking every single fucking play and didn't do anything for fantasy football. And then, like four weeks in, magically, they started using him how they used Gronk in New England. So I like Gronk here up against the Minnesota Vikings. This is a pretty simpleton defense for Rob Gronkowski to spike all over. I like him here up against the Vikings. So the Vikings, I'll be sitting down Kyle Rudolph, the red nose reindeer, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not really prone to getting torched by a tight end. And in a game where maybe Dalvin Cook gets an increased number of touches because we've really seen two games in a row where the Minnesota Vikings were really airing the ball out. Maybe this game's a little different. They try to run the ball because the Vikings offense is so unpredictable. One game, Dalvin Cook gets seven zillion touches. The next game is going to be heavily dominated by Mr. You Like That, Kirk Cousins and friends. So I think that Kyle Rudolph will be all right in this game, but not worthy of a start. I'm going to be sitting down Rudolph. I'm also going to be sitting down Cameron Bray because he's not very useful. He probably will end up scoring now that I said that, but... Unless he scores, he's pretty much irrelevant for fantasy football next game. Here we got the Arizona Cardinals at the New York Football Giants. Now, Evan Ingram is legitimately 
just a complete and utter bomb to throw into your fucking lineup. Because this guy's either going to explode and blow his load all over your opponent, Ron Jeremy style, or it is going to, you're going to put him in your lineup and he's going to nut all up in your eye, Greg Olson style, to where you cannot fucking see anything for like the next week. Because that's what Evan Ingram does. He either plays amazing or shit. There is literally no in-between with Ingram. Ingram's either going to score 12 fantasy points in this game and play very well or score like two. Legitimately, that's just how Evan Ingram plays. I expect Daniel Dimes, Danny Dimes to be starting at the quarterback for this game. So I think Evan Ingram should be good here up against the Arizona Cardinals. And for the Cardinals, I'm going to be sitting down Dan Arnold, the Arnold Nata, who has been low-key kind of useful, not really for fantasy football, but has had a couple of good games this season. So maybe Dan Arnold's a guy to look at for next fantasy football season. But as of right now, he's going to be a guy that I will be sitting in this matchup. Next matchup here, we got the Chiefs at the Miami Dolphins. My Miami Dolphins. I'm going to be sitting up Travis Kelsey in this matchup. He is must start on a weekly basis. This guy's over a thousand yards again, I believe five years in a row. Travis Kelsey is simply the upper echelon of tight end in the NFL literally one of the best in the game or the best in the game right now it may end up going down as one of the best in the game a couple of years from now when the guy ends up retiring he's going to go beast mode up against the Miami Dolphins I would find it hard for the Dolphins to completely be able to shut down this whole offense as a Dolphins fan we do have a good defense but I wouldn't uh, bench Travis Kelsey unless they're playing up against the greatest defense ever and even then I'm still going to trust Mahomes to get the ball in Travis Kelsey's hands I'm also going to be starting from the Miami Dolphins Mike Licky Amakasiki uh, because because he actually has started to get used with or used with Tua Tungavailoa under center. Now, in the past, it seemed like Fitzpatrick really liked to target Mike Kosicki, and Tua just looked the other way. Now, Darnold, or what's his name? Something Schmythe for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, stupid, I don't know his name, and I'm a Dolphins fan. But this motherfucker, Darnell Smythe, I believe his name is, just always scores a touchdown for the Dolphins, right? He just doesn't, he just wasn't looking at Kosicki. But last week we saw Mike Kosicki very involved up against the Cincinnati Bengals. And I expect another high usage game of Mike Licky on my Kosicki up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Next game here, we got the LA Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm going to be sitting down all tight ends in this game, but this heavily depends on who's going to be starting. If Janu Smith ends up missing I will actually play Anthony Ferkser but I feel like if Janu Smith ends up playing I try to pivot more mostly off of Janu Smith because it seems like when Janu Smith comes off of not being able to play for a couple of games when he came back a couple of weeks ago after missing he played like shit even up against the Jacksonville Jaguars I'm definitely worried about Janu Smith if he started and I had to play him I don't love him this week Anthony Ferkser though I do like him a lot if Janu Smith ends up missing for the Jacksonville Jaguars Tyler Eifert is going to be a sit for me he's a touchdown based tight end and it's very hard to guess on a touchdown on a weekly basis next game here we got the Dallas Cowboys at the Cincinnati Bengals and this one I'm firing up Dalton Schultz for the Dallas Cowboys mainly because they're playing up against the bum Cincinnati Bengals we saw the Dolphins tight ends really light it up like a firework on Katy Perry's titties in this matchup or in the matchup last week I feel like Dalton Schultz who was relatively involved last night up against the Baltimore Ravens should be able to get it done for fantasy football this week I'm going to be sitting down fake man Drew Sample because with Joe Burrow, he was actually kind of useful. But with the quarterback play there, I just wouldn't really trust it, even up against a bum-ass Dallas Cowboys defense next game. Here we got the Houston Texans at the Chicago Bears. So if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to drop that subscribe button down below. Hit it with the 1-2 Mayweather. And if you are not new and you've been watching for a while, I really appreciate it. I appreciate all you guys who are watching. We're at 11,000 subscribers. It means everything to me.
genuinely, please make sure that you hit that like button. It helps more people find these videos so I can gain more subscribers and start eating W's like my name was James Winston. So in this one, I actually kind of do like Cole Komet, but I'm not going to buy completely into it this week, right? We saw him play very well last week for the Chi-Town Bears, but will he be able to have repeat performances if he's able to do it two weeks in a row now here up against the Houston Texans he probably will be inside of my top 20 tight ends because of the high upside up against the Houston Texans and if you're in a real pickle like your name was fucking Rick I'm pickle Rick that's such a stupid joke but uh it's hilarious because you know he turned into a fucking pickle but Cole Komet should be good to go here in my opinion as a deeper kind of league tight end but if you have a lot of other options I probably would look away from Cole Komet that's why he's a sitting Jordan call me Miss Jackson hmm Jordan Akins, Atkins, he's going to be a sit for me here up against these Chi-Town Bears because I do not trust Jordan Atkins. This guy just either scores a touchdown or he does absolutely nothing. Next game here, we got the Denver Broncos at the Carolina Panthers. And in this one, I like Noah Fant. Now, Noah Fant, like, early in the season was looking very good. Very, very, very good. But as of recently, he's been on and off like some of these other tight ends where he just plays like dick. One week, then the next week, he's amazing. And he really hasn't found those middling weeks like we were seeing early on in the season. So I don't really love Noah Fant this week. But going up against the Carolina Panthers, I do believe in him and Horscock Drew Locke enough to be able to develop that connection and play well up against the Panthers. I'm going to be sitting down Ian Thomas because the guy just really doesn't get all that much use in this offense. Next game here, we got the Jets at the Seattle Seahawks. And we have the case of, again, I talk about this every single fucking week, but Chris Herndon is the best tight end maybe to ever do it that just does not get any fucking use because Chris Herndon is one of the more talented tight ends in my opinion in the NFL. He's a guy that I really heavily touted two years in a row. Looked actually pretty decent last year when he came back from being, I believe, suspended. But this year just hasn't done anything really and it's kind of sad because he just doesn't get used. If he was to get used, this is a smash spot up against Seattle, but he doesn't. So he's going to be a sit. Will Disley and Jacob Hollister after drop my drawers the lender, see my third leg. Greg Olson ended up getting hurt a couple of weeks ago. It just seems like with both of these guys healthy, Disley and Hollister that is, it just does not seem uh, too smart to be starting either of these guys on a weekly basis next game. Here we got the Indianapolis Colts at the Las Vegas Raiders. Darren Waller last week cut up the Jets defense like his name was OJ Simpson and the glove did fit in this scenario he dropped like 40 45 fantasy points something fucking redonkulous as they say Darren Waller regardless of the defense he's playing just like with Travis Kelsey is just built different upper echelon tight end you fire him up this week Trey Boo Boo Trey Burton and Mo Money Mo Cox are going to be sits for me for the Indianapolis Colts. Would not be surprised if Burton blew the back out of the Raiders, but when they're both healthy, it's kind of iffy on a weekly basis which one is going to be getting more looks in the tight end room next game. Here we got the Washington football team who for, who just dethroned the 11-0 Pittsburgh Steelers at the 49ers who just got butt-fucked by Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. For some fucking reason last week, Terry McLaurin took a nap on a Tempur-Pedic mattress, just went straight to sleep, got the quadruple Zs, just had a nice nap up against the Steelers, and Logan Thomas rose to the occasion like my cock in the morning. He was rock-hard, rock-solid Viagra style. Logan Thomas butt-fucked the Steelers. He looked unreal, and I'm firing him up here up against the 49ers. I'm not sure this is going to happen every week because Terry McLaurin has to get the ball more than he did last week, but I expect Logan Thomas and Alex Smith have a nice chemistry, that nice connection, so I like Logan Thomas here up against the San Francisco 49ers, but this game, again, is in Arizona because Santa Clara has completely fucked the 49ers out of a home game, even though no one has gotten the Rona 
from their games. Jordan Reed is going to be a start for me as well. Now, I don't love Jordan Reed, but Jordan Reed found his way into the end zone last week, scoring a tug, just like his name was Robert Kraft. So I think Jordan Reed should be good to go again this week. But he has been kind of tipsy-turvy. Either he scores and does good or doesn't score and does bad. But I like Jordan Reed's odds to score, especially in a game where Nick Mullins might actually look pretty decent again next game. Here we got the New Orleans Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I understand that Mr. Jalen Hurts is going to be suiting up as the quarterback for the Eagles. So Godert could definitely take a big hit in this matchup. Because in the past, we've seen that that bum Carson Wentz really likes to throw the ball to the tight end. A guy like Dallas Goder is the perfect stature for a guy for Carson Wentz to throw the ball to. Now, does Jalen Hurts have that same mentality? We don't know yet. Jalen Hurts has barely played in the NFL thus far. So this week up against New Orleans, I'm not buying in on a humongous matchup. But in my opinion, he's definitely a safe tight end for this week in New or in uh, Philadelphia up against the New Orleans Saints. So I'm be sitting down Mr. JC, Jared Cook here up against the Eagles because Taysom Hill simply does not throw to other tight ends. Zach Ertz is going to be a sit because Dallas Goder has finally surpassed him. I talked about this a lot last year, how I thought Godert would maybe eventually surpass Zach Ertz. Talked about it in the offseason, how it could happen, how Godert surpasses Ertz, and it did actually fucking happen. So, bye-bye, Mr. Ertz. Shout-out to Mr. Dallas Godert, who is a start next guy here. Next game here, I should say, the Atlanta Falcons at the Los Angeles Chargers. And the Chargers got decimated. Murdered. Angry murder. This was aggravated assault, brother. Right to the fucking face by the New England Patriots. Okay? But now they're playing the Falcons. The Falcons, who fucked me in the ass and didn't throw the ball to Hayden Hurst last week. Now, Hayden Hurst is at two games this season that were bad, both against the Saints. I should have done figured this out because Tyler was talking about this a lot in the Sunday live stream. How... Hurst played so shit against the, the Saints the first time, got a goose egg. And I was like, that's not going to fucking happen again. I was like, there's no way he only gets like two points, right? He'll probably get like eight to 12, which is what he typically does. And he didn't. But he's going to break the spell here because it's not the Saints. It's the bum-ass Chargers. I like Hurst this week. I also like Hunter Henry because the Falcons' defense is not very hot as well. Pretty much lukewarm of a defense next game here. Not even lukewarm. They're like fucking ice-cold freezer in the freezer type deal. Next game here, the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions, and Robert Tanyan and D TJ Hawkinson are probably the best tight end matchup of the week. Robert Tanyan, this guy was putting on a show early in the season. Then he went into hibernation, and then recently he woke up again more angry than ever. This guy has been balling out of control and fucking on all of these hoes, as Drake said in that song a couple of years ago. Robert Tanyan up against the Lions. Locked in, loaded, start TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson is going to be a start for me as well here up against the Green Bay Packers. TJ Hawkinson has been very safe this season thus far. Next game here we got the Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. And no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to fire up Eric Ebron in this game. Now, Eric Ebron, you motherfucker, you. This guy, literally, I don't know what happened. Him and Deontay Johnson are the stone hand brothers. These motherfuckers on the Steelers, the ball goes right into the bread basket, right into their hands, touches their fingers. They're like, locked in. Ebron catches this. Johnson catches this. No 
No, they drop the ball. It makes no sense. It's absolutely hilarious. Maybe it's just some mental gymnastics going on in their head as to why they're dropping the ball, but it makes no no realistic sense that this is happening. So I think Eric Ebron steps back on the saddle, Red Dead Redemption style, and plays well up against the Buffalo Bills. Next guy here is Dawson Knox one time. If you're with me, shout out to John Gruden. I'm going to sit him down in this game because Dawson Knox is actually a pretty talented tight end. Just doesn't get a lot of work there in Buffalo. Final game, Monday night! Football between the Ravens at the Cleveland Browns, and Mark Andrews has been cleared off the big Rona protocol, and it seems like he may be good to go on Sunday. And Monday, I should say, that is. Even with the woes of Andrews this season with Lamar, now it's not even Andrews' fault. Like, Andrews is open. Lamar's just fucking going Stevie Wonder in the pocket half the fucking time and is just blind. But Mark Andrews, no no hate on Stevie Wonder. I love you, Mr. Stevie Wonder. But Mark Andrews has been pretty solid this season, aside from the games where Lamar just doesn't look for him. But Lamar looked pretty tout against the Dallas Cowboys. But again, he always looks really good against these bad teams. With that said, though, I think Andrews should be fine here up against the Cleveland Browns. A very important game for both of these teams in this division. Austin Hoop, God, is going to be a sick because the Ravens' defense is pretty stout against the tight end position. So thank you guys all so much for watching this video. If you did end up enjoying again, please make sure that you guys hit that subscribe button down below. I would really appreciate it. You're going to appreciate it as well because you're going to eat that W like your name was famous, Jameis fucking Winston, in your fantasy football championship. So have a great rest of your guys' day. I love you all again. Thank you guys for 11,000. I've said it a million times, but it genuinely does mean a lot to me. Next year, we're hitting the fucking moon. 20,000. 30,000. I don't I don't even know if it's possible, but I want that YouTube plaque by the end of 2 years from now. I'm a fucking luge some beer off that thing. Thank you guys all for watching. I do love you all genuinely. Again, overlaydfs.com. Make sure you guys check it out. They pay the man, they pay me. They get these videos coming at you guys fast, quick. That's what she said. I love you all, but always to me. Have a great rest of guys day. Um, again, I do love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Have a great rest of guys day. Overlaydfs.com. Good boy!